Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi everyone, this is Janet with our second call for Vibration Rehab. Woohoo! I'm excited. This is always my most funnest part of the of the journey because I want to say first of all hello to Annette who is on the line with me. Mm-hmm. Hello, Lovely. hello. And hello, hello, hello. Um, and I also want to say congratulations to everybody. Um, this first week, I know it sounds odd to say it, but everything that you've been doing in this first week has been kind of softening up the vibration for the work that we're actually going to do and uh, it's true that from time to time I have people coming coming to these groups where they do the first week and they find that their vibration disappears all on its own which is great so the work you've already been doing you can use that to get rid of a vibration if in the future you find something that seems a bit sticky you can just do the do the same process and if that helps it to go that that's great and you do the rest of it. However, uh, most of the time, this next piece, the, the 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 actual core work, is incredibly useful because of the what it does to the brain. So, what I'm going to do today is uh, this is mostly presentation, but I will be inviting Annette if she has questions to just interrupt me, please, because um, you know once I get on a roll, <laughs> it's like a steamroller. <laughs> so you have to yell. Um, so if I have, if there's anything that you want to ask. And it, just feel free to interrupt. And if uh, if you don't get if it doesn't come up until the end, we can ask at the end. And of course, for anybody who's listening to the recording, um, ask questions in the Facebook group. Um, and I should get underway. So first of all, congratulations for this week. You've done a great setup. And before we dive into this material, I want to give you a little bit of background about where it came from. It's based on uh, a technique that was originally developed. Uh, to, to treat obsessive compulsive disorder, which is something that's notoriously difficult to treat. It's an anxiety disorder that's that's always been difficult to treat, and it's since it was developed, it's been rolled out to to work with people who are experiencing substance addiction uh, and various behavioural addictions such as internet porn or um, facial tics, things like that. So as you can imagine, those all, uh, those all carry a vibration which have a very superglue kind of stickiness. We're not dealing with this. So we can trust that this technique works. Uh, and it requires your devotion to making the changes. This process is really pleasant to do. And you have a brain stuffed full of little junkies who may come up with the most ingenious ways to pull you off track and try and stop you from doing it. So that's why I keep the Facebook growing, going that's what I'm here for with my persistent and annoying emails. So I will invite you to please, when you see an email from me in your inbox, open it. If you happen to be on the, if you're on my newsletter list and it's one of those and you don't want it, just hit the delete button. But please, it will, normally it will say Vibration Rehab Day, whatever. So please open and read the emails through. If you find yourself thinking, oh, I'll do it later, or I'll, you know, I don't need to read this because I'm on track. Um, Obviously, if you're in the middle of something, read it later. But 
just be really alert for the idea that when you have thoughts about giving up this work or it's too hard or it's too easy or it won't work or anything like that, the, the chances are that thought is being triggered by little brain cells who are going, oh my God, she's going to get us off this stuff that we love that, or that we're used to. It's not so much that your brain cells love it, your brain cells, your brain cells are just used to it. They think it's normal. All right, so stage one we've already done. Uh, and that's that idea of consciously knowing what's going on and having this really clear recognition for that for old vibration and a label for it. Um, oh, which reminds me, Annette, did you find your label or are you using a placeholder for the time being? I'm curious. Did I find my label for... For your old vibration? For my old... What? Yes. Leaching out the leech. Leechimo, of course you did. Of course you did. I'm so sorry. I just had a brain fade and I forgot. I was so <laughs> caught up in the whole conversation about labels. I love Leechimo. It's totally out of I totally see the monster rampaging through Japan. Something <laughs> 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 buildings in this past. I totally get it. That may not be your vision of it, but that's what I saw when I when you when you told us the name. I love it. Thank you. Well, so we've got Leechimo and we've got um, we've got Raging Roger and we've got a Scary Old Hag, I believe, is Alexandra's. Um, I love all these labels because I think they one of the powerful things about the label is it gives you not only a capacity to say when the vibration turns up when you become aware of it. It doesn't just give you a label to hang on to it, but to hang on it. But it gives you a label that has some. It gives you some power in that relationship between you and that old vibration, because it means you can sim you can say, oh, it's just so and so. It's just Leechimo. It's just scary old hag. It's just raging Roger. Um, so I wanna I wanna reinforce that you're learning a skill set here that you can apply in the future. So stage you've already done you can apply on its own for any future vibe we know that um, and we're going to learn stage two today <clears throat> and this technique deals with three separate brain dynamics that are at play two of them we've already discussed I know I said on the last call that there were four <laughs> I don't know where that came from I'm having a Spanish Inquisition moment uh, there are actually three key ones that that happen there are there are some other side benefits that you get but they're not their site, their benefits rather than the core vibration changing work. So the first, the two we've already touched on are the development of new neural superhighways, neural pathways, ashing of the old. There's the brain chemistry, so the resetting of brain chemistry so that it's, so that our brain cells, the neuroreceptors have a balance, a much more even balance. And in fact, over time we can build a balance of the joy and happiness receptors so that we actually find it easier to reach joy, happiness, inner peace, those good things, than we do the, the, the current sticky vibe. Uh, so resetting that chemistry is, is part of it. The other dynamic that we haven't yet covered is called brain lock. And it's a hiccup which can occur in the brain's internal system for handling learning and mistakes. It's normal for us when we're going through a learning process of any kind, and this is something we do lifelong, and this is not just something we do in childhood, it, we learn by a part of that learning system is how the brain deals with mistakes. What it does is the way the brain uses mistakes to learn is it notices that we've made a mistake which triggers a feeling of anxiety and that anxiety in turn triggers us to correct the mistake at which point the system resets 
and the anxiety disappears. This happens in a really fast space of time. It's not like a, um, I mean, it can be longer, but if, we, if you've ever been in a learning situation where you've felt, where you have been conscious of that anxiety about making a mistake, you'll know what I'm talking about. But actually that happens as a part of the natural learning system in areas where we're never conscious of it. It's just how it works. And the, and the resetting is the part that um, researchers who were studying obsessive compulsive disorder discovered that what happens for people with OCD is that the learning system fails to reset properly. So that even when, it's, even when we've learned whatever it is we needed to learn, our brain can continue to believe that there is some unresolved mistake. It's not real, the mistake isn't real, so therefore we have no way of resolving it. And we get, this, we get caught in this little loop <clears throat> of our brain feeling this kind of stress around something that feels like there's something to fix here, but I don't have the capacity to fix it. That's the feeling of it. Um, it's not happening at a conscious level, but it's sufficient to have us feeling like it can't change because that is, that's literally what our brain is experiencing with this kind of misinterpreted reality that it's, that it's uh, caught up in. <clears throat> so this technique that we're going to learn today, this also corrects brain lock. And uh, the mechanisms for that are still somewhat mysterious. We just know that it works because, because of the work that's been done with OCD <clears throat> and, and uh, substance addictions and so on. It's also useful before we dive in to reflect on why OCD was so difficult to treat because there's, again there's a sort of a, a mirror going on here. The two main strategies in the past were drug based which was basically a, drugs to muffle the, the intense anxiety and it didn't resolve the deeper issue. It just made people able to cope more with everyday life. Uh, that was one strategy. The other strategy was content based which had very limited success in the content-based treatment, patients were forced to face up to whatever it was that filled them with dread, whatever their trigger thing was, in a sort of misguided attempt to prove that that thing was harmless. So you would hear horror stories like people who had an obsessive anxiety around germs would be forced to <clears throat> wear um, used underpants on their head. I mean, I'm, it's just awful. And as we know from law of attraction, focusing on the problem rather than the solution is just going to make things worse. And uh, so it's really, really, really very little success. The reason that this content, this, this technique is not content-based because dealing with the content of that old vibe keeps reactivating. If we're telling the story of what triggered that vibe in the first place, we know that it's, going to, it's just going to keep reactivating it and putting our focus on it re-energizes re it. So we know that's not going to help. Uh, so the, the way that this technique works is it's not content-based and it's not drug-based. It uses a completely different approach. Um, and we've already done the lead-up work that people with OCD, one of the reasons we do this lead-up work, this preparation, is people with OCD don't need it. They actually already have a really instantly recognisable thing. What they know that their OCD is turning up because they find themselves washing their hands five times or turning the light switch on and off 16 times before they walk out the door. People with OCD can instantly recognise that their OCD is showing up because of the behaviour that they're doing. Uh, similarly, somebody with a substance addiction can instantly recognise that at play because they have the desire to go and have a drink or uh, whatever it might be. With us, the vibration... It's more, it's more of an internal thing. That's why we needed this, this preparation work so that we had a way to recognise it 
and label it as soon as it turns up. So, and now you have that. Uh, this is the also the reason this this ability to spot it and label it is really really crucial to the process. This is one of the reasons why I recommend we only tackle one sticky vibe at a time. <clears throat> that gives you. That means your focus is entirely on expertly and instantly spotting that particular vibe and dealing with that. That's all we're doing. Uh, any other sticky vibes that you might have been dealing with, you can set them aside. Uh, and if it shows up, you just say, look, I'll deal with you later. And know that you can use this same technique further down the track. In terms of timing, the, this technique, I've had people uh, have the vibration, the old vibration shift in the first week. And I've had people, I've had it for myself where it's happened very fast and I've had people for whom it's taken a couple of weeks. The research shows that with OCD, the difference happens, it begins, the, the shift starts within 72 hours and it's usually complete within three weeks. Um, that's not to say there isn't any, for people with OCD, there may be some residual stuff, but my experience using this with vibrations, it doesn't seem to take that long. So for someone with OCD or someone with a substance addiction, for example, there is a physiological aspect to the addiction that makes it a more thing. With vibration rehab, my, my experience is with myself and clients that once it's gone, it's gone. And this is where the metaphor of the addiction breaks down because this doesn't have a, um, uh, it doesn't seem to recur. In fact, from my talking with other clients, participants in other groups, they actually look back and find it difficult to remember that vibration until they look at their own conversation in the group. That's one of the reasons that group will never go away. It will always be there. Facebook, it, unless Facebook doesn't changes its rules and completely deletes it. But the, everything you said in the group and all of your emails and, and you know all the emails that I've sent you will always be there. <clears throat> and I invite you in a year's time. So I set a little note in your calendar and revisit in a year's time and I can guarantee you'll come back to the group if you've done the work. You'll come back to the group and you'll read the stuff and you'll go, oh my God, it's like a different person. It, you, you, it, it's so odd how this happens. It's, I, I, you know, I kind of created this version of it and it's some, even I'm impressed. Um, all right, so let's dive into the actual steps of the core process. There are three simple steps. These are all you need to do. The first step is to stop and label. I know it sounds like two things, but actually it's, it'll, it, it happens all in the same moment. So it's a question of as soon as you notice that vibe, as soon as you become aware of it, use your label. So instead of going down the rabbit hole of the old internal dialogue, all those things that you used to say to yourself about, oh God, it's, I'm feeling so angry about this or I'm feeling so worried about this or I'm feeling so confused about this or I'm feeling so exhausted about this, whatever it might have been, all the ingredients that went to make up that old vibration, we're not going there anymore. You've done with the exploration, you've done with the analysis, you've done with the where did this come from, we don't care, but that's all over. What we're doing now is we're going, okay, we're just stopping it and when we're giving it a label. So for example, <clears throat> you simply stop and remind yourself, it's just Leechimo talking or it's just Roger playing up. When I was using this to delete the, the, the old vibration I had about anticipating disappointment, I would say something to myself like, oh, it's only Eeyore or silly old Eeyore or whatever, whatever I needed to, whatever felt right in the moment. But it was about naming it in that moment. You can make it lighthearted if that feels good. And I, that's my tendency is to go towards lighthearted. But 
if it's a vibration that's had a lot of pain around it, you can also be very tender and very gentle if that feels better. It's totally up to you. Only you will know what feels the most powerful, but the core is to just stop and label it. So for people with OCD, what they would do is instead of saying, I have this fear of germs or you know, I have this, I'm washing my hands because of the germs, they would simply say, they would stop and they would say, it's just my OCD. Yes, I have a problem. It's just my OCD. We're not using the I have a problem piece. We're just saying, oh, look, it's so-and-so turning up again. So that's step one. It takes a lot less time to do than it does to explain. Step two is deactivate. What this means is that whatever would normally come next after the vibration kicks off, we don't do it. So if it's, um, if, for example, if it's anxiety and we would normally go down a rabbit hole of anxious thoughts we don't do that uh, there is a third step which will help with this so if you're thinking to yourself how do I not think the thoughts bear with me until I get to the third step if it's anger we use we can use something like that sadness release exercise and at the same time as we're spiraling our arms and legs imagine the anger flowing into the and being transmuted into golden energy that the planet can use to for healing. Just know that there will be enough anger remaining to be our centric guard at the battlements because what we don't want to do is the behavior that anger would then, would then lead to. What that's, this means is that uh, if we've been using our vibration to fuel anything, we're going to have a much, much cleaner and healthier fuel. Think of your old vibration. When you're using that as fuel, think of that like dirty coal, dirty brown coal, electricity um, you know electricity plant burning dirty energy we want the clean energy we want the clean renewable sustainable energy which is much more powerful much more useful to us than your old vibration has been uh, if you're if you're if it's a certain behavior that you do as a result as a follow-on from the old vibration don't do it if it's a certain sequence of thoughts such as they did this to me or I did this bad thing or it'll never work stop the pattern and here's the key. I want you to hear this and I know from experience that people will forget so I'm going to say it and you'll hear it again and again and again. What matters, and the research shows this clearly, what matters is not that we get this right every time but that we practice it consistently. This deactivation step, we're so used to the idea that in order for something to count we've had to do it perfectly. This deactivation step doesn't work like that. With the OCD patients what they found is that if somebody would normally wash their hands five times if they, if they, and they were using this technique, if they could just get them to the point where they only wash their hands four times or they turned the tap on and they, then they managed to turn it off and walk away. They didn't have to do the deactivation perfectly. They just had to make the attempt every time. So it's the consistency of the attempt that counts, not the perfection, the perfection with which you implement it. Now, I know because we're wired for getting things right and we like to get things right this is one of those ones where it's like uh, you may find yourself going oh I, I didn't manage to deactivate perfectly let that go and be willing to acknowledge the fact that you're it's the attempt that works uh, there is a tool that you can use for this if you find yourself caught up in thoughts that seem to be really persistent there's a, a really powerful technique that you can use uh, and that is to take a deep breath and you put your index finger in the center of your forehead uh, and you just imagine that there is 
there is wiring. Imagine there's a button in the center of your forehead and imagine there is a wire that goes from that button to the wherever you think your vibe is located in your head. Um, and that button acts as a circuit breaker. So imagine, if you want, you can imagine it as a switch and you can flick it up or down or you can imagine it as a button that you press and it, and it resets. You know, the uh, I don't know if they have this in the States, but in Australia we have um, most of our patch boards, power boards have uh, like a little button on the side that uh, if the circuit, if the patch board gets overloaded, then that's like a little reset button that it, the button will pop out and then you press it to active, you know, make it work again. So you can use that button like a little reset button and imagine that you're breaking that circuit. Uh, and as soon as you've done that, that deactivation, we move into step three. Uh, so step three, and this is my favorite piece, and you mustn't skip this step. I'm here to tell you this is actually where the work happens. The work doesn't happen with the, the, the stopping or the deactivating. The work actually happens here. This is the part that changes your brain. And this is activating the alternative. What we're going to do here is we're going to engage mindful pleasure. So we are using pleasure proactively. And this is one of the reasons I invited you to begin thinking about what the things you love. Uh, there's a specific reason why this works, but how you do it, how you use it and how you play with it is going to be tailor-made and unique to you. And what I love about this, it's not just a perfect technique for changing your brain, it's actually also really good deliberate creation because it puts you back in feel good instantly. So you get to design this bit, this piece for yourself. But I'm going to teach you the actual way to use it. And, and the key here is that you want to have a broad range of things to play with and you want to, to engage each one of them mindfully. So, so for example, you'll want to have a list of things that you can, you'll want to have a, uh, things that you can do really fast and things that you can do at a more leisurely pace depending on your circumstances at the time of that vibration popping up. Uh, you'll want to do things that you can do at home and things you can do at work. You'll want to have things in the car and things in the office. You'll want to have, um, you, you might want to play with things. You'll begin to notice which ones are more powerful for you. Uh, one of my favorites, one of my go-to favorites when I'm engaging this work is I have a, there's a, a particular essential oil blend sold by one of our local um, mixed and sold by one of our local uh, retailers that I use um, and uh, I keep a bottle of this blend I, I just, because I love the smell I just love the smell of it I keep it in my pocket and when the, when the vibration hits whatever it might be I do my stopping relabeling I do the deactivation and then I get and I, that happens as I'm pulling the bottle out of my pocket and unscrewing the lid and then I take three long, slow breaths with my nose practically stuck in the bottle and really focus. So imagine that you're, as you're engaging this mindful pleasure, you're throwing yourself into it, heart and soul. So it's like if it's the smell of something, you, Im you can feel it filling your whole skull and it's almost like imagining it washing your brain clear. That's, that's the... the because I've been using that particular technique for so long, it's become, it's sort of developed into an even more powerful version of itself. When I first began this, it was like a, it was just that instant hit of pleasure. Um, if you're using something like a square of chocolate, and by the way, 
while you're doing this work, calories do not count. So uh, again, if you want to use something that you love the taste of, taste is another very good one. So a square of chocolate. We're not talking about numbing the pain by scoffing down a whole Mars bar or a I don't even know if you had them in the States, by scoffing down a whole chocolate bar. What we're doing is we're saying, okay, one square of really good quality, we're just going to let it melt on your tongue. And as it melts on your tongue, it's like, again, the whole aroma of chocolate is filling your skull. You can feel the texture of it melting on your tongue. You can feel this incredible sensation of deliciousness throughout your whole body. That's the kind of mindfulness that we want to engage when we're using pleasure. So um, as I said, the, you'll want to find uh, a whole raft of different things. I had a, one of my participants in the past was, uh, and you might be able to relate to this, she was a dancer. And mm. for her, the, the, the pleasure sensation that she loved was just a particular stretch that felt really, really good to her. She wasn't doing it because it was good for her or because she needed to stretch out a particular muscle group or anything like that she did it purely because it felt good and that's the only criterion for everything that you want to put into your pleasure toolkit um, the, the most powerful pleasure tools for the resetting of chemical balance are the ones that engage as many senses as possible so one of the ones that I use when I have time is uh, going for a drive in my car with the windows, especially if it's a sunny day, I'll put the windows down, I've got a moonroof, you know one of those closed in sunroof things, I open the moonroof and I put the windows down and I put rock and roll music on loud and I drive around our local lake. Or if I'm in the mood, I'll go for a drive on the freeway so I can drive fast. <laughs> one of those things is going to get me, get me, going to fill me with pleasure and it's got multiple sensations. Uh, uh, and don't just go for the, I mean, by all means, focus on the immediate, the standard five senses, but bear in mind we have other senses as well. We have the, our sense of equilibrium, for example. So our sense of motion through the world, that's why driving fast can feel really good because it, it, we actually get the sensation of movement in our bodies. Um, there are things like um, temperature. If, if hot shower might be one of the things that really feels good to you. Um, massage that sense of pressure on the skin delicious pressure on the skin because massage engage is not just touch but it's also that sense of um uh a pressure that's a mechanical sense uh and one of the one one of the ways you can play with pleasure that kind of pleasure is and i used to do this if i had to be in a meeting i would use this one because Sniffing my, <laughs> sniffing my essential oils. It's a bit like a Victorian or a Regency lady sniffing her smelling salts, which kind of gave off the wrong impression. So I would have a really nice smelling hand cream and the process of rubbing that hand cream into my hands as, a, as an act of pleasure was really good. And being able to just cup my hands to my face and smell the, the aroma of it afterwards was nobody bats an eye if you do that in a meeting. Um, so you can see that this this is the fun part. This is where you get to design a palette, a, a toolkit. What they found with OCD when, they, when patients engaged this was uh, that the the activity is most powerful when they could engage, when they could engage it for 15 to 30 minutes. My experience with Vibrehab is that you don't need to do it for that long, 
And if you can and if you want to, that's perfectly fine too. You can also incorporate pleasure, pleasure items that involve a, a physical activity, something like if you, if you are into handcrafts and you get physical pleasure from whatever it is, whether it's throwing a pot or um, writing a poem, for example, it's not a handcraft, but a creative expression, writing a poem, choreographing a dance, um, singing a song, doing gardening, whatever it might be. Some of those physical activities that are imbued with pleasure, if you're doing those, make sure you're doing it for the pleasure and you're doing it with a deliberate intention of paying of putting your focus in how much you're enjoying it. So if it's something like gardening, for example, and you like dabbling around in the soil and you get pleasure from the feeling of that, fantastic. If you're doing the gardening because you've got to get a certain amount of, you know, you've got to get the peas planted in time for, for, for winter or whatever it might be, then make sure that you keep bringing your focus back to the pleasure because it's the pleasure part of this that's going to do a couple of things. It's going to flood your brain with all of the pleasure-associated chemicals. Now, pleasure is something that we're still finding out a lot about in the brain, but we do know that when we engage that sensory pleasure, it floods our brain with uh, dopamine and serotonin, and what we get is this absolute... Um, it's like you're overwhelming your brain cells with the pleasure, the pleasure chemicals and because brain cells evolve very quickly, the next generation of brain cells is going to produce more receptors for pleasure than the previous generation. And that will keep happening over time. So every time your old vibe comes up, it's an opportunity for you to flood your brain consciously with these pleasure chemicals. And each time you do it, you know that there are millions and millions of brain cells being born who are born a little closer to chemically balanced. So every time you do it, as you engage with this pleasure, uh, you're creating brain cells who have the receptors for pleasure and joy and happiness and all of those good things because these are all really inextricably linked. And you, the good thing is you don't have to think about the, the chemical stuff or the, the, the mechanical stuff or the, the technical stuff that's going on in your brain. All you have to do, <laughs> this is why I love it so much, all you have to do is go, oh, there's my old old vibration, not doing that anymore, where's my pleasure thing? Grab that, do it. That's all you have to do. It's deceptively simple. It, it, I cannot describe how powerful it is. It's only when you do it yourself that you'll begin to really grasp just at a visceral level just how powerful it is. If you're struggling to come up with enough items or if you're not really sure what to use, this is where we can use the Facebook group. I would encourage you to share your toolkit in the Facebook group and, and share ideas and bear in mind one person's pleasure item is another person's instrument of torture. Um, I have had people who hear my essential oil trick and they just go, oh, I can't stand the smell of essential oils. It's like, that's great. That's fine. Don't use it. If, if something that you've seen makes you curious, by all means, try it out. And if it doesn't work, ditch it because this has got to be something that you in, instantly get pleasure from. If pleasure is something that's been a little unfamiliar to you for a while, uh, go back to what you loved doing as a child and see if you can recreate that. If it was, you know, if painting, if you loved painting as a child and you haven't touched it in 30 years, then go out and grab a cheap, you know, paper pad and a set of paints and see if you like it. 
if you don't like it, great, you haven't, you haven't lost anything except a little bit of time. If you loved walking on the grass barefoot as a kid, try it, see if you still like it. If you don't, if it sort of makes you feel creepy, don't do it. This is purely about what makes you feel good and what feels like pleasure. Um, and, sorry, and Annette, go ahead. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to jump in, especially uh, with the part about going back to your childhood because yeah. that that was a fuzzy memory for me. And I did some other work on, you know, what did I love doing as a child? And it was hard for me to find what it was. But once I uh-huh. found something and engaged in that, then another memory came up. Oh, I used to love doing yeah. this too. And then another yeah. memory. So it, it started building on itself. So if at first you can't think of anything, do what Janet says, find one thing, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it'll just start popping out of the woodwork. This is a really good point. Thank you for that, Annette. Um, uh, it, it's it's true. It's like when we're sort of sitting, thinking, theorizing about it, um, it's harder to just go with the sort of intellectual level of memory. But as we engage one thing, something, and it's not just about memory either. Uh, this will happen with things that we've enjoyed recently that we might have forgotten about or, or, or not allowed ourselves to really appreciate. So once we engage something, once we actually do it, whether we're looking at childhood memories or we're looking at things that we that we love now that we wouldn't have known about as a kid, whatever it might be, or because or, our tastes do change, and just because we loved it as a kid doesn't necessarily mean we love it now. But but just engaging something will help us to uncover and connect to the other things because one of the things our brain loves to do it likes to answer questions and. When we go looking for something and we find one thing and we go, ooh, look, I found this thing, it's like our brain goes into, a, you know, it goes into lassie mode. It's kind of like this eager, obedient puppy that's kind of going, oh, she liked it when I found that. I'm going to go off and find her another one. Um, uh, it's, it's, a, it, it's a really interesting phenomenon. There was some research done um, on this, uh, sort of around this, uh, that... Uh, a few years ago where researchers went to an organization that where people parked in a big car park, everyone drove to work and parked in a big car park. And what they did was they asked people in the morning, what color car did you park next to? And nobody could remember. And the following day they asked them again, what color car did you park next to? And a few people remembered, but most couldn't. But on the third day, people began to, even if they weren't thinking about it or not conscious of it, their brains had remembered that they were, there was a chance they might get asked this question again. So their brains were noticing, paying attention to the car that they parked next to. So the, by the third day, about half the people could remember or discovered that they could remember. They hadn't consciously thought about it, but when they were asked the question, it would be like, oh yeah, it was a green car. So their brains began to notice and by the end of the week, everybody remembered because by now everybody's, it's at, everybody recognizes at a conscious level that they're going to be asked that question. So they're consciously noticing. But there's this period where your brain kind of jumps in with the answer to the question that you've asked without you necessarily having to make it an intellectual process. It's like it goes off and does it on its own. So in that, that, that example of playing with one thing that you knew that you knew you liked in childhood suddenly your brain went, ooh, she wants to know more. So, ooh, let's go off and find her another childhood memory about something else that she liked and see if she likes. Shit, let's see if she likes this one. I, I love how brains work like that. It's, it's just brilliant. So thank you for that. That's a really good 
um, it's a really good example of how this how this can work. Uh, so any questions? That's the three steps. It's so simple. Uh, I can't express to you how simple it is. And as we know, simple doesn't necessarily mean easy. This will require you to be devoted to it because that's the other thing we know about brain changing is that it requires persistence. Uh, in terms of timing, the what I can say is that um, the length of time it takes to make this change doesn't seem related to how painful the old vibration is or how painful or how sticky it seems to be. That doesn't seem to be at play, but the only factor that does seem to be at play is the uh, two things. First of all, the willingness to be really compassionate with yourself about this. So remember when I said with deactivation, if you if you don't manage to get it perfect each time, lots and lots and lots of compassion because it doesn't matter. It's the consistency of the effort that counts. And the second piece is to just recognize that it seems to be um, the uh, the the consistency of doing the whole practice that makes the difference between whether it takes a long time or not. I had one particular person <clears throat> participate in this, somebody who's a very experienced um, law of attraction coach, who participated in this and the very first time she did it with me, she 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 deleted the old sticky old vibration and she'd really been struggling with it. She deleted it in a week. <clears throat> the second time she tried this, because um, she participated in another group, uh, she was really struggling with it and then she said, she said, I realized the reason I was struggling was I wasn't doing the work. Because she succeeded so well the first time, she kind of got lazy with it and didn't, didn't really immerse in it effectively the, the second time around. If you need any support with any of it, that's what the Facebook group is there for or if there's anything that you want to discuss privately, I'm happy for you to email me but the group is better just because it gives everybody a chance to learn. Um, so, so that particularly applies if you're struggling to apply it or finding that it's hard to fit into your day or any of those things. All of those feelings are coming from the part of your brain that doesn't want to change yet. Uh, and that's okay, this is, that's normal. Um, I'm hoping that the fact that it's associated with pleasure is actually a really strong incentive for you to actually you know, do the work. Uh, so Annette, any questions about that three-step process? No, I love it. My brain is, is off and running. And, ooh, how many things can I use? <laughs> how many things can I gather in my toolbox? That's awesome. What you, will find, what you may find is that there will be one particular thing that becomes almost like your go-to thing because you, you definitely want to have something that you can have on your person at all times in some way, shape or form. It might be a crystal that you carry in your pocket and you just love the texture of it uh, when you rub it in your hand or you know, my trick with the essential oil or um, a little tube of uh, hand cream for massage or a, a stretch. Obviously, you can do anything that's body related. You can do... When you when you have your body with you, which is most of the time, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, having a broad variety of things to play with, especially the first time you use this technique, it's really good to have a lot of different things to play with, so that you get a sense of you because you, you want to give your brain the biggest opportunity to explore with this. Uh, you don't want to kind of start out narrow, and as you play with it, as you explore different things 
you can you can practice a bit of discernment of going of kind of assessing how effective something was and how much you love it, uh, and knowing that there are some days where a thing might be like with the, my going for a drive. There are some days where that's just not practicable. If it's pelting down with rain, it's not going to be one of my go-to pleasure things. Or if I've got a client call in 10 minutes, obviously it's not going to feel good to jump in the car and drive for five minutes because I'll be all stressed out about getting back in time. Uh, so back, you know, use a little discernment for this. But yes, I, I, I love that. I love that, Annette, that idea of, oh my gosh, how many things can I go and play with? Um, and I do want to talk, uh, just give you a bit of a wrap-up around what to expect because uh, I've had different people report different things uh, as they've uh, un unpacked this process and I've had different experiences myself. So there are some things that may or may not happen and it, all of these are, are normal. Uh, one of the things that people occasionally experience, it doesn't happen to everyone and for each person it doesn't always happen. So. I've had it happen sometimes, but not always. Uh, and it's a phenomenon that it, it feels like backsliding. It's like you suddenly discover that you feel as though you're even more caught up in the old vibe than you were. If this happens, and like I said, it, it doesn't happen very often and it doesn't happen to everybody and it certainly doesn't happen with every old vibe. If it does happen, it's actually a really good indication that there was an addiction which is trying to achieve homeostasis. That is, the addiction wants things to stay the same. So the the solution to this is just keep going. It will pass, which is one of the re this is one of the ways in which the, the this is unlike a, a substance addiction. You will it, it will go, uh, and it's just about being really compassionate with yourself in that moment and not you know not being tempted to give up because again that's like your little junky brain cells kind of going. We want our next hit. Don't you dare give up on us. Don't you take away our thing. Um, I want to say if there are things that you do that that trigger the old vibration don't try and avoid them in order to not have it come up because in a way that's giving it authority so uh, don't sort of feel like you have to change your behavior in order to avoid that vibration coming up just be really aware that if you have a specific activity that triggers the vibration so for example when I when I was um, releasing my uh, perfectionism, which had the label for that was the prefect, um, you, you want to make sure that you're really well set up so you're, you've got all of the ingredients that you need for doing this core process. So when I was releasing the prefect, one of the ways that the prefect would show up absolutely 100% guaranteed was if I sat down to write a blog post. But there would be this, it would take me ages to write a blog post and it would be, uh, I, it, it would be a real struggle because I had this really strong, overwhelming sense that it would, wasn't ever going to be good enough. You know, I'd be picky about the grammar, and I'm still picky about the grammar, but it was it was not a helpful vibration. And when I started doing this work, it took me a whole day to write a blog post. <laughs> I kid you not. And that's because I would write a sentence and then I would feel the prefect coming in for the kill, like nobody's going to read this because it's not perfect, blah, blah, blah. And I would have to stop and physically push my chair back from the desk as part of the deactivation process because I, my normal practice, my normal way of dealing with the prefect after the prefect had hit would be to go back and re-edit the first sentence or go back and re-edit the first paragraph or whatever it might be. And I, and I knew not to do that. So the best way for me to do it was to physically step away from the desk. 
And as soon as I deactivated, I would use my pleasure tool. And on that occasion, I had uh, I had things like I think I had a I had some single squares of chocolate in a little dish. I had a thermos of coffee. I had my favorite hand cream, and I had my essential oil blend. So I would pick one of those because I had to do this over and over again. So I didn't want to have just the one thing because I was a little anxious about getting bored with it. As it turns out, that doesn't that doesn't happen. But um, and there were moments where I had to take a break from the writing altogether and go away and do something else and come back to it later. So being willing to allow that to, to unfold in that way, it was really powerful. And so if there is some activity that you do that triggers the old vibration, look on it as an opportunity to really do. It's like taking your brain to the gym for an intensive workout, some, some really strong retraining in that moment. And be 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 okay with the idea that you might not finish that thing that you were going to do. Uh, you, you know, we we said at the beginning of this that that your focus needs to be around this particular work, not because I don't want you to play with any anybody else's stuff, but because it's so simple and it's so powerful that uh, that, that it's um, it's easy to mistake how effective it is. And to think that, you know, oh, well, I'll just ignore it and, and do this thing and not worry about the old vibe or I'll just do the old, you know, the old thing that the old vibe used to lead me to do I'll, instead of deactivating it. So, um, and it, what I found interesting was with that example of the prefect was it turns out that I'm an excellent writer with a very powerful grasp of grammar without needing the prefect to monitor everything and drive me nuts. The same is true of whatever activity that you have that you have to do that has formally triggered your old vibration. You might find it kind of irritating at first having to do all this deactivating and pleasure stuff when you've got this thing that you want to get done, but it's really brilliant support for the brand new vibe that will emerge, and I'll talk about that in a second. Um, so, so I just want to say, don't think that you have to change your behaviour to avoid vibration but you may find that you have to change your behavior just temporarily in order to make room for the pleasure for the three-step process. Uh, and then finally, I want to make one more. You'll begin to feel things shifting and, and you simply keep doing the process. You'll begin to feel things shifting and in most cases, a new vibration of some sort will emerge. And it will probably reflect in some way the intention that you set at the beginning. There will be some link between it. So it might be a new vibration around inner peace or it might be a new vibration around confidence. Uh, don't push for it right now. If it shows up, fantastic. Jot it down and be as gentle with it as you would with a newborn because it's not yet going to be strong enough to be, it, there's a transition period during which you'll become aware of that new vibration, but the old vibration may still be at play and you'll have to use your discernment around this because it's different for everybody. So I just want to say, keep practicing the, the three-step process and nurture the new vibration when, if and when it shows up, because it may show up in this first week. It might not. It's pretty, I don't know. I don't want to say it's unusual, but it, 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 it it's, because everybody is different, this works so differently for everyone. But I just want to say, be be um, really sensitive to when is the right moment to basically go. The old vibe has gone. I can now start activating the new vibe more, and we will talk about that. Um, but for today, I just wanted to 
teach you that process and encourage you to begin doing it as soon as you can. The next two calls will be group coaching uh, and it, I'll uh, open for questions in just a second because I want to see if you've got anything else that, that you want to ask. I just want to say the next two calls will be like group coaching and uh, but we'll, but that may change depending on where people are with their progress. So if we get to the new vibes for everybody before that, then we'll start on that stuff because that's part of that's part of this whole package is to 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 talk about activating the new vibe, what we do with the new vibe. But for the mm -hmm. time being, I just want to stay focused on the releasing of the old one. Um, and uh, so for now, I'll say that the next call will be a group coaching one for people to to come along with questions. Uh, but if by any chance or you all kind of get it nailed in this first week, then we'll we'll go straight on to the new vibe then. But as I said, I, that's not my expectation. But hey, who am I to say? That, that could just be my limiting belief. <laughs> um, Annette, questions, comments, thoughts? I have two. Um, Good. And I don't know which one to start with. But um, actually, what I'm going to do... <laughs> I'm going to start with the, the three-step process, and it, it really reminds me of the opposite process. Um, you mentioned I was a dancer, and yes. The, wow. One of the things when I am learning dance and also when I am teaching dance is uh, that people get to a certain point in a step and, and they stop because they didn't do it properly and they go back to the beginning. Yes. And yeah. especially myself and my students I only let them do that twice because now they're in the habit that when they get to that point no matter what they're now they're in the habit of stopping yeah and I yeah. make myself and I make them go right past that mistake to go past it I don't care if you have to make stuff up just go past it get used to <laughs> get used to going forward yeah and I love how this is working as an interruption for the benefit so I can see I know from experience how that interruption works for yeah. me yeah yeah you're that's a really good example of in fact that that actually shines a light on two aspects of this first of all it shines a light on the the fact that if you stop you by stopping at the same point every time you build an interruption in so that actually you learn to not go forward it's like a sort of an automatic uh, end of momentum thing. So that's a really so that's exactly how the deactivation works. But what I also love is that within the deactivation step, we're doing what you do with the dance thing. We're basically saying, don't worry if you don't get it perfect. Do the deactivation anyway. Do as much of it as you can and do it and keep practicing that. Um, so. Can, does that make sense? Is that? Do you see how it sort of does? It's actually both. <laughs> yes, I know. It's beautiful. <laughs> it is. And you know me. I'm a girl who's all about and and rather than either or. <laughs> so I really love that. That, that your example includes. It sort of it, it gives us a really good example of how both these things work uh, at the same time. It's brilliant. I love it. Yeah. Um, it's, and it reminds me when I was um, when I was a performer, we used to have. Uh, I can remember during rehearsal, the rehearsal period. There's that moment where everybody puts down their scripts, and uh, yeah. the, the play has been blocked. You, everybody has sort of theoretically knows where they're supposed to be, and you yeah. do your very first run through without a stop. And the aim is to keep going no matter what. And very occasionally it comes to a grinding halt, but mostly. 
it works and you and you 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 muddle through it you just you just keep going um so that's what I, that's the feeling i want for people when they do the deactivation step is i want that feeling of interrupting the old pattern for the benefit of the of your mental health and mm-hmm. i want the the whole thing about do the deactivation to the best of your ability and if it's not perfect we keep going and you go on to the pleasure thing mm-hmm. uh so yeah brilliant really good example thank you for that i love it thank you and you, you had a second point, I did. question point. More of a comment, and it it just as you were speaking, I realized I came to the conclusion. Let's say yeah. <laughs> that, the, that yeah. the the one activity that I really want to pay a lot of attention to and in interrupting is just relaxing. Ah. So say more about that. Say more about the context. It's so difficult for me to just sit back and relax because a thought will pop into my head. Oh, I have to do such and so for work tomorrow. And, you know, and then I start to get up and go, well, maybe I should do it now. So it's already done. <laughs> like, oh. I can really relate to that. I can really relate to that. So tell, so talk to me a little bit about how Lichimo shows up in that context. How does Lichimo show up in that context? Um, well, I call him Lichimo because he leeches the life out of everything. I'll be sitting there reading a very good book and it'll just, you know, kind of sneak in and leech the fun out of it by saying, you know, oh, oh, what was it you were supposed to do tomorrow? Aren't you supposed to a lot more oh. time? You really, should, you really should check that out so you know how your time will go tomorrow. Or, oh, my goodness, right. was there an email that you didn't really look at and you should have done it today? Uh-huh. Got it. Hmm. And Got it. Okay, good. I, so, I like so what you want to do? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go on. Keep going. Oh, the reason I really want to focus on this one is because you do also. I work from home, but my workspace yes. is also in my living sitting room. So I don't have a separate room and I don't have the ability to have a separate room. So it's kind of in my face. I really want to teach myself. It doesn't matter if the workspace is sitting there. I'm relaxing right now. Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. I think that's, I think that's a brilliant way to a a brilliant, um, you know, you're actually in a situation where you have this brilliant opportunity to, shift that vibration really strongly so that um, because what you're really seeking is you're seeking an ability to focus on whatever it is you at that moment without the distraction of that old vibe kind of going shouldn't you be doing something else <laughs> mm-hmm. yes <laughs> yeah yeah and that's going to be incredibly useful to you no matter what I mean at the moment it, the context that makes it triggers it the most effectively is or the most powerfully is the is that thing of you know because you've got this blended work living space and i have to say i i have a separate room in my house but it's also the spare bedroom so it serves multiple functions and and i have that same i can totally relate to that capacity for distraction um uh, i know it's i know i know it but it hasn't been um i i haven't found it a sticky vibe it's certainly been one that i've had to consciously counteract and and uh, I've found 
um, uh, Jackie Gates's work has actually been really helpful for me in sort of creating the physical space, being more supportive. But what we're dealing with here is we're not wanting to apply external solutions at the moment. They, these might arise out of the Vibe mm -hmm. Rehab work, which would be great. But if you can nail that vibe and then do the any you know make any changes that feel inspiring to the space, that's a much more powerful way to go than to sort of reactively try and make your outer space feel less sticky, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? That makes sense. You know what I mean? That would be more yeah. like an anti thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I really love what you're doing with this. And, uh, and I think for you that, you know, making you... I mean, in a way, you get, <laughs> it's kind of nice because what you're going to get is a, a double whammy in the sense that, for example, if you decide that you're going to sit down on the couch and deliberately do nothing for 10 minutes, you know how powerful that exercise is, the, the deliberately doing nothing for 10 minutes, Leachimo is likely to show up. And if your intention when you're doing this is not, I mean, you're not doing it specifically to invite Leachimo in. We're not kind of trying to do that, but there's this awareness that you have that Leachy Mo may well show ill prepared. And it means that you can actually use that as a way of practicing the three-step process. Because what I, that's the other thing I did want to say, and I, I, I didn't remember to say it at the beginning of the call, but this is a skill set. This skill that you're learning, I'll tell you guys, because of my own experience, I did not, when I first developed this and, you know, the, 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 the system they use for um, OCD is a bit different. The, the, particularly, the, 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 they do a, whole, a bunch of steps after the pleasure thing, but that's not necessary. Then it's not necessary for the kind of work that we're doing. And, and it does have a slightly different way of working. I'm happy to share the link to the book um, in which I learned it uh, for people who are interested. But what I want to say is that uh, there is a, this is a skill set. And when I first developed it, uh, I didn't realize that over time, as I used it myself over and over again on lots of different things, and I've used it on, I'd probably say, six or seven different major things and a few smaller things. Um, and what's been really interesting to me is that each time I've used it, I've become so much better at it. And not better at it just in the sense of I know how to do it, without even thinking, you know, I, I, I have my pleasure toolkit, I'm pretty familiar with it. Um, it's not, you know, it's not complicated for me to do. Uh, but there is also a sense that my brain trusts it. And that only comes with actually doing it. Ooh. It's almost as though my brain kind of goes along for the ride, it recognizes that I'm using this technique, and it's much more willing to go along with, with the ride than it was the very first time I tried it. The very first time I did this, by the way, was probably I muddled, muddled through with it for a couple of months because it took me a while to get the structure of it to the point where it is now. Uh, so I was my own guinea pig a couple of times before, before I sort of turned it into something usable for other people. Uh, but it's really interesting to me that, that it's now something that I can use with much greater skill than I did the very first time. And you guys will find the same thing that if you this first time it will feel really weird and it will feel there will be lots of 
there'll be moments where you think, this sounds crazy, this sounds like nutty. But as you as you work with it, your brain will begin to relax into it and it will make that will make the process of changing it, your brain much, much, much more uh it's smoother and easier, is what I want to say. Hmm. That Which is sense. good. It is great. Sorry. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anything, so that's that's kind of it from me. We've gone slightly over the hour, and my Skype yeah. might just turn flaky any minute. But um, Annette, is that does that cover everything that you can think of? Anything else you want to add or questions? I think it's good. I think it's good. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Fantastic. Alrighty. So I will see you all in the group, uh, Annette. I will see you. I will probably talk to you next on the GVU call next week if you're going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I'll post a link to that in the group, by the way, guys, because um, those of you who aren't in GVU can come along to the to the call. I think uh, I think Dorothy's the only one who's not in GVU, but that's cool. Uh, so, yeah, um, lots of love to everybody and uh, good luck with it and let me know how you go. I'm really excited to hear. I always love this piece because... I love hearing people's ideas for their pleasure toolkits. Uh, so that's your homework. Is to that's the first piece of the homework is to design your pleasure toolkit, and uh, and you can begin with the three-step process as soon as you like. Just um, dive in with both hands, and lots of devotion and compassion and enthusiasm and awesome and enjoyment and pleasure. Lots of pleasure. All right, <laughs> that's it. Thank you so much. I'm going to end the recording now. Uh, oh, good. Talks just giving me a really weird. Oh well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to hang up to end the recording. <laughs> Thankfully, I have a backup. Um, so yeah, the um, I'll see you all in the group. And bye bye, Annette. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Thank you. <laughs> okay then. Bye.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.